It's November the 5th, 2021, and you are invited to join me and my dear friend and longtime co-host, Kelly Gordon, as we share a super helpful, super practical conversation all about meals that you can count on to feed yourself and to feed your people on those busy nights. We've got some great tips for you to keep in mind when you're in the trenches of a busy season, but you still got to cook. And we're going to share with you some of our favorite meals to make when you need something easy or fast. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We are so thrilled that you have found your way to the most amazing community of women on this planet. And speaking of community, if you want to connect with me and the rest of the Sorta Awesome team in a deeper, more personal, more meaningful way, we would love to have you join our Patreon community. There is so much going on with our superstar supporters. Superstars are what we call our Patreon supporters around here. We have new bonus episodes every month. We have hundreds, literally hundreds of hours of exclusive content that we've never shared with the public and my personal favorite, superstar texting. So if you want to know what books we are reading, what TikToks are making us laugh, or you just want to respond to an episode or send us a picture of what you have going on that's pretty awesome, you can do all of that with superstar texting. And all of that is available, you guys, at $5 a month. So come check us out on Patreon. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes, as always. Hi, Kelly Gordon. How are you? I'm doing well, Meg. How are you? It's so good to be here with you and the awesomes. I am so excited about this episode because we know from our vast experience in many years, people love really practical shows, especially ones that you can apply in an awesome way, like right mm -hmm. now. And people really love when Kelly is here to talk to us about cooking and recipes <laughs> and feeding people. I know I'm looking forward to this. This is something I always need more reminders of like, oh yeah, that is something. I can just throw that together, right? Right. That's exactly what we're, I think we're going to be talking about. You know, we have some ideas here, but this is exactly what we do here. It's sort of awesome. It's girlfriend chat. So if you were sitting at the table talking to some of your best girlfriends and saying, you guys, it's so crazy at my house right now. What do we do? Yes. That's what we're going to be talking about today. How can we feed our people? Yes. How can we get the people in our house who are the grownups, the adults? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not just you. Maybe you have to give some ideas to your partner. That's fine. Let's talk about it. How can we feed our people during those times when it's just super stressful and you just can't find time to do quote unquote regular cooking? Right. Yes. And as we head into the holidays, you know, we're kind of in that crunch time. Obviously, all of us can have busy seasons and busy moments, just depending on what life is serving us. But I think collectively, mm -hmm. we're going into that time frame where there's so much going on. But at the same time, you look around, and you're like, you mean I got to feed all these people again? <laughs> like, you just ate. How are we? How does normal life not stop? Well, <laughs> we get extra things put on our plate. It's yes. like something should go off, right? Like laundry mm -hmm. or vacuuming. Yes, I agree. It's this stuff that is never ending and yeah. you always have to do it because it needs to be done. Yeah. The way life works, it can start to feel like such a drag during those busy seasons. Hopefully we can empower you 
Yes. To make it not such a drag. That is our hope with today's conversation. So we have so much to share with you about this. We're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. If you're new to Sorta Awesome, you may not know that Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about books or TV shows, movies, podcasts, products, anything that's making life a little bit more awesome right now. So Kelly, what do you have in your life bring a little bit of extra sparkle these days. I have an awesome idea to share. Oh, good. So this is something I stumbled upon recently and I was like, oh my word, this is the answer to so many little issues that I want to be able to solve in my life. So here's the thing. Many of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you're in this sort of awesome hangout group on Facebook, we have online friends or we just have friends who we don't live near anymore. They're not in our same city. Mm -hmm. So lots of times something will happen where we're like, I wish I lived there. I would bring them a meal. You know, like maybe they're going through a busy time. They just need some extra love. They need some encouragement. And you're thinking, I would do something. And in fact, this comes up a lot in the hangout group. You know, people are like, how can I just come in and love on this person, Mm -hmm. but they don't live here. How can I do that? So, you know, the old answer kind of used to be like, we'll send flowers. You can do something like that. But as you guys know, flowers are freaking expensive online Mm -hmm. and they're usually not going to get delivered for days. So if it's something's happening that day and you're like, I want someone to pull up to their house this afternoon with some flowers, it's not going to be in four days. Like I was thinking of you on Tuesday, you know, like I want it today. You guys use your shipped or your Instacart membership to have stuff brought that day. Yep. To people who live anywhere in the U.S. Yes. It's, I think I actually brilliant. did it for you. You did. You yeah. did. In fact, I feel like you've done it more than once, Kelly Gordon. But specifically this past summer when mm-hmm. we had a miscarriage, you and the whole team, the whole sort of awesome team, literally the next day, we had just gotten home from the hospital, you know, late the, the evening before. And next thing we know, it's like dinner's taken care of. It'll be delivered in just a little while. And it was so right. lovely and so thoughtful and so brilliant. What a time to be alive, right? I know. I think I came to this idea when I, or maybe right after I stopped being a ship shopper, which longtime Austin's will know I did for a little while. And really it was fun. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't doing it to make lots of money. People don't make lots of money doing it to your tip your shoppers if yes. you use these services. But I thought, wait a minute. One of the great things about being a ship shopper is the fact that you are texting with the person that you're shopping for potentially. So that's what I did. The first time I did it, I was like, I am going to send some groceries. So, you know, sometimes you can get like a rotisserie chicken, depending on where you're shopping in that city. So you could actually send dinner, you know, like get some tortillas, get some beans, get a rotisserie chicken. And I know I was thinking about you this summer, you know, you have kids. So we were like, what can we get some yogurts, some baby carrots, you know, things that could help that person that you're trying to bless ease up on the pressures if they have other people in their life that they're trying to also take care of while they're taking care of themselves. And then I've often just said, even if they don't at that particular store have an option to buy like grocery store flowers, I will often put a little note in there and say, Hey, I'm just trying to bless a friend. Can you let me know what flowers they have? And so we'll even, they'll send me pictures back and forth. Like if you get a good shopper, they'll be like, how about these flowers? And I'm like, I think for you, actually, they sent some flowers and it was like, have a great day. And I was like, oh, no, she's not having a great day. And she was like, oh, got it, got it. You know, like there's this exchange and they, the shoppers love it too, because they're like, oh, this is even more exciting Mm -hmm. to be able to like really bless somebody. And I'm like, if you can find some great candy at the checkout, like tell me what's there. 
and they will usually work with you. So even if it's not available in the store, you're like, I just, I know that there are flowers there, but it's not available. If you send them a note and say, I'm looking for this, can you get this? They will try to do it. And then it will be delivered within a number of hours. So you don't have to wait days and it's not going to have a 20% delivery fee on a bouquet that, you know, at Trader Joe's costs $5 and all of a sudden now it's costing 90 to have someone deliver it five days after you thought of it. So I feel like it is like what you said, the best time to be alive, because what a great idea. It's so practical. You can send groceries. I mean, you know, like grocery stores, sometimes they have other things too. If you're going to a super target, say like, Hey, can you get some tampons for my friend Mm -hmm. who's having a hard day and some chocolate and some ice cream? You know, you could do that. You could say, could you get a fuzzy blanket? You really could bless that person with all sorts of different things. It can be delivered that day. And again, I can't speak for all shoppers everywhere for these services, but I do think it's fun for them to know that this is what they're doing and then to have it delivered. So that's my awesome idea of the week is that if you have a friend to bless, think about using one of those services to do it. And then of course, tip them well, and your friend will be blessed. You'll be blessed. It's a win-win-win. I cannot believe this was your Awesome of the Week because my Awesome of the Week was almost, I was like deliberating, (gasps) almost it was going to be how much Instacart it brings me awesome all the time. Yeah. And particularly because, so I'm just going to tag on yours. Yes. Because as we were talking about off mic, Nico has had a really bad stomach virus this week. (laughs) He's too, you just use your imagination. Fill in. It's been, yeah. Ellipses, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So in the middle of the night, he was up again, a little throw up. And he's just, it's been like a two steps forward, one step back with getting better. And I was thinking, he's probably a little dehydrated. I need to get by the store and get some Pedialyte. Mm -hmm. Maybe get some the Brat Diet, some bananas, Mm -hmm. rice, applesauce, toast, the whole thing. I knew we were recording this morning. I had stuff going on with the girls. And I was like, how am I going to get all of this done? This was literally the middle of the night, Kelly. I opened my Instacart app. And (laughs) there are places where you can, like for us in Oklahoma City, I could go to Walgreens, CVS, a couple of other places. Well, we have a CVS card or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put in my CVS order. Got like the Pedialyte, some saltines, stuff like that. And I was like, surely they don't do this in the middle of the night. And I went to the checkout screen and it was like, be there by 6, 10 a.m. And I was like, what? So I left a very, very generous tip because... Whoever was getting up, (laughs) you know, dark o'clock outside to go by CVS and get this stuff and bring it. I was like so thankful that in the midst of dealing with all of this tummy bug stuff that we have this wonderful service. And I genuinely am so thankful for the people who are doing these gigs to they're doing them for their reasons to, you know, Mm -hmm. have income and those types of things. But oh, my gosh. What a blessing that is. So huge. It truly is. Like, it's amazing to think about that you can order almost anything. I mean, you're like, Amazon is one thing that you can get it within two days or you used to be able to. I think with the way things are right now, it's a little slower. But Instacart and Shipped and those types of services, a lot of stores offer their own these days. It is one of the best things that has come out of the pandemic that it has spread. I mean, it was around before the pandemic, but afterwards... It's just a normal part of life now. And it's made things so much easier. And that was actually one of my favorite things when I was shopping was knowing that I was helping people like that. So often, because I did shopping in the middle of the day when my kids were in school, it was almost always young moms. Mm -hmm. So I would pull up to a house and they would answer the door and there would be two or three kids like they're holding the baby and they're like, thank you. Could you just leave it here? Or older people. 
who couldn't get out. And they were just always so happy too, to see me. It was, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just made me happy to help people. That was my favorite thing about it. And so use this service, not only to help yourself, but to think about, you can reach out to people across the country, your friends who are having a hard day or just need a little something extra. What a great idea. So yes, go forth. Awesomes. (laughs) That's right. Use those delivery apps. All the awesome for sure. Okay. Well, like I said, I kind of tagged on a little to your awesome. I actually did realize, oh, I have my own awesome here that I have got to talk about. It's a book that I just picked up this week and it's beautiful. It's called Mother of God, similar to fire. I'm going to show you the picture on the Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, we'll have to share that on social media. Yes, for sure. So this is a book of icons that were created by a priest named William Hart McNichols. And he is an iconographer, which is usually in the Orthodox Christian tradition. That has been something that's been part of Orthodox Christianity for a long time. In fact, in creating icons, they don't really call it painting or creating them. They call it writing icons. Like it's, it's meant Mm. to convey a truth through the art that it is. And so he was inspired to create a book with all of these different icons of Mary, Jesus's mother. And so he did that. And then he asked a friend of his who is a kind of spiritual mystic. She's not Christian, but she grew up in a non-religious Jewish family, but she is a practicer and teacher of all different kinds of spiritual faith and background. Her name's Mirabai Starr. And he asked her, their friends, he asked her to write short prayers for each of these titles and each of these icons that represent different aspects of Mary. And so, oh my gosh, Kelly, it is so beautiful. I feel like I cannot even express in words how much I love this book and how much I just want every woman in my life to have this regardless of your spiritual background, because it really draws on the themes of, you could say, like the divine feminine, Mm -hmm. how the mothering, nurturing spirit of God serves all of us in this world and has for millennia. So some of the icons that he created are like, well, the first one is called Mother of God, similar to fire, which I had never heard of. And then there's the more traditional ones that you maybe have heard of, like Ave Maristella, that's Mary Star of the Sea, which is a fairly popular one. A lot of the ones from all around the world, he really draws on the fact that the idea of Mary and how she ministers to us is completely universal and transcends culture and language and all of those different barriers that we might find that she transcends all of that. And so you get all of that. You get these very short prayers that Mirabai Starr has written to go with each icon. And she says in the opening that these little prayers are meant to be just like a jumping off point. Like you could just Mm -hmm. pray these prayers, but they're also to kind of encourage you to think about how we see these ideals lived out in our actual personal lives. And then at the end of the book, Father McNichols has gone in and given a few notes of background on each of these titles for Mary. And so I wanted to read one really quickly for you guys. Yeah. And it's called Mother of God, Light in All Darkness. And the note on this one for the title of Mother of God, Light in All Darkness, Father McNichols wrote, The National Catholic AIDS Network commissioned this icon for people with HIV AIDS. I envisioned the person praying with this icon as the candle being sheltered by the child's tender hand, 
as well as the mother's protecting adult hand. And so I'll put a picture on social media so you guys can see the specific icon, but this is the prayer that Mirabai Star wrote to go with it. Mother of God, light in all darkness, the candle in my heart has blown out in the storm of suffering that has come into my life. When I most need the comfort of community, I am feeling the most alone and misunderstood. Not only must I endure the burden of my malady and live among the wreckage of my broken heart, but I am persecuted for my suffering by those who presume to judge me as being the architect of my own circumstances. As you protect the flame held by the small hands of your child mother, rekindle the fire of love that once burned in me. Let me embrace my own vulnerability and woundedness and offer them as gifts to a hard-hearted world. Which I just thought was like... <laughs> So beautiful. It is beautiful. Speaks to so many things that we even now that we are experiencing. Right. It's just so tender. I love that. I love it so much. Maybe you should do a special for our superstars. You could do a series of just you reading those prayers. <laughs> oh, I might do that very thing. I would That's love That's a good to. idea. I mean, because yeah. your voice, of course, we all love your voice, but yeah, what a beautiful sentiment that you could pass on or yeah, it's yes. just, those are the words that we need. And I think especially, and we've said this before in the podcast, right now, we have a lot of healing to do. Yes. And a lot of grappling with grief and that sort of thing. So that's wonderful. What a beautiful book. What a gift to the it world. It is. It is a gift to the world. I am like, I'm going to give this as gifts this year because mm -hmm. I just can think of so many people I think who would be so touched by it. And again, I just really want to emphasize, you don't even have to be a practitioner of the Christian faith or mm -hmm. even if you are Christian to necessarily really feel drawn toward Mary. It's really about this mothering, nurturing mm -hmm. spirit and powerful one too. So uh, it's just so good. It's so good. So I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Of course, we want to hear what's awesome in your life, awesomes, and we would love to do that on social media. So come and find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show, where we talk about your awesomes of the week every week and all kinds of other things as well. And of course, we do this every Friday in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group, we not only share Awesomes of the Week on Friday, but we just show up for each other in so many ways to support each other. And especially as we're going into the holidays, if you need a little extra support, come and join our community, facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. Kelly, I'm so excited. We have so much good stuff to talk about when it comes to getting meals made when you're in the midst of a busy season of life. And we're going to do all of that when we come right back. Hey Awesomes, the seasons may be changing, but your self-care routine shouldn't have to. Freshly shaved dolphin smooth skin feels great in any weather, especially slipping into pajamas or your favorite cozy sweats. As you guys know, I'm 44 years old. I've been shaving since before I was a teenager and shaving used to be something I absolutely dreaded. But now I use Billy. It is the best razor for women at half the price that you'd expect. There's no pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no irritation, no matter what. And as it gets cooler outside, my skin usually gets drier, which is why I love shaving with my Billy razor. Billy razors are super moisturizing and help detoxify my skin with a built-in 360-degree charcoal shave soap. Billy's crazy affordable starter kit comes with their award-winning razor, 
two precision five-blade refill cartridges, and their cult favorite magnetic holder. Billy is on Nylon's beauty hit list, and Allure called them the smoothest shave ever. I super love that with my Billy razor, I don't even actually have to use any kind of shave cream or shave soap. That built-in charcoal shave soap does everything I need it to do. I hardly ever get nicks or cuts, and not only do I love it, but my two teenage daughters absolutely love their Billy razors too. So you guys don't suffer another second paying a pink tax for a bad shave. Go to mybilly.com slash awesome to get the best razor you will ever own while supporting this show. Billy is half the price of other razors plus free shipping always. Just go to mybilly.com slash awesome. That's spelled my B-I-L-L-I-E.com slash awesome. That's mybilly.com slash awesome. Hey friends, Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So this holiday, when you gift Bombas to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give give. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. They're made from super soft materials like merino wool, Pima cotton, and even cashmere, which makes them the perfect cozy winter layers. There's a pair of Bomba socks for everything you do. They come in performance styles for every sport, holiday styles for when you're feeling festive, and lots more. Bombas t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. Bombas underwear has a barely there feel with second skin support that might make you forget they're even there in a good way. Bombas are the coziest gifts for everyone on your list, and thanks to their festive gift boxes, you don't even need to wrap them. All you have to do is the giving. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters in that order. That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Bombas are made to be the perfect gift and made to give back to those in need, so happy giving. Go to bombas.com slash awesome and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash awesome for 20% off. Bombas.com slash awesome. All right, Kelly, I am so excited. I mean, when you are on the show talking food, cooking recipes, no matter what the awesomes are doing, whether they're cleaning their kitchen, whether they're taking their kids or their dogs for a walk or driving. Everyone kind of sits up a little straighter because they know, <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. I need to know this. So let's I mean, talk. food is one of my biggest passions. So this is where my energy lies, you guys. I love to talk about food. I love to cook. So I know not everybody does, but this is something that is not only fun for me, but it's really my art form. Yes. It is one of those things that I do and I feel nourished by it by cooking. I don't feel like that when I clean my house, like it has to be done. So I know like everybody's a little different that way, but everybody has to eat. Yes. So this applies to everyone who's listening right now that even if you don't have any other people that you're responsible for, you will also have busy times in your life that you're like, oh, yep. yes. <laughs> I just want to sit down with a bag of chips and a diet Coke and then go to bed. But we know that's not good for us. And oftentimes we don't feel good on the other side of that. You know, right. like that's one of those things that we do. 
and in the moment, but then later we're like, oh, no, I don't feel good. I made bad choices. Mm -hmm. It's not good. So let's talk about how we can do this when we're in a busy season. I have five tips that are kind of, how should you think about this? Let's prep our brains for going into it and talk about the philosophy of how you need to look at cooking for busy times. So my first one is just, and this is, you guys, none of this is rocket science, but we're just going to gather them all together, right? That's what we're going to do. We're going to gather all these thoughts together and be like, yes, that's right. It's going to be fuel for us to get through this busy season. The first one is to lean on prepared foods. Yes. Some of you are like, duh. Some of you are like, oh, but it's not real cooking. Mm. I don't want to just go and get the frozen thing out of Trader Joe's. No. If you're in a busy season, this is the time. If you are not already stocking your freezer with those prepared things that are everywhere these days, right? this is the time to lean into that. So we've done whole shows about Trader Joe's and the things that we like there. And many of them are meals like their classic orange chicken. They have gyro slices, so many different things. Costco has a plethora of easy food items that you could get. I mean, from their deli section where you can get like a big mac and cheese, or they have those monster chicken pot pies that you take home and bake. Yeah. They have a lot of other prepared things. Every grocery store has stuff like this these days. My husband has said, where was this stuff when I was a young male bachelor and I was eating like Dinty Moore stew because I didn't know how to cook (laughs) at all. Yes. He's like this, I maybe not, didn't even need to get married, (laughs) which he says to me because I'm the one who cooks, but there's so much out there. So if it's not something that you have thought about before, or you're looking for some new items, talk to your friends that live in your area and they're going to be like, Oh, have you gone to this grocery store? Go back and look in this corner. They're going to know where they are. I'm even going to say prepared foods can be restaurant foods, which is expensive, but Mm -hmm. here's the thing. When my kids were little, and many of you, if you're a longtime awesome, you know that my husband traveled for work for about 10 years. Yeah. So I was solo parenting a lot. I would go and not every night, but on some nights I would go get a Domino's pizza Mm -hmm. or two, super cheap. And then I would pair that with carrot sticks and apple slices. Yeah. So I was like, this is not the healthiest thing, but it's got some protein. They're super happy. I'm pairing it with a couple of really easy, healthy things at my house. Boom, dinner. Yes. Done. It works. Get some fried chicken from the deli or some roasted chicken from the deli or at KFC, you know, whatever. You can take some of those big items at a store, at a restaurant and bring it home and pair it with a few things. It's prepared for you. It's very little work. Second tip, likewise, is use those shortcut ingredients. Yeah. So you probably already have a staple of shortcut ingredients in your house, but Let's talk maybe even in the hangout group about what other people have that we haven't maybe thought of. So of course there's pre-shredded cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people who I read are actual food bloggers. They'll be like, oh, don't use that pre-shredded stuff. It's got you know stuff to keep it from clumping and it will change and it. Yes, yes, all of the things. I'm like, I don't care. Yes. I don't care. <laughs> this is so much easier and we eat a lot of cheese. I have multiple bags, big bags. <laughs> of already shredded cheese in my house at all times. So use that, use the pre-cut vegetables. Everybody Ah. in their deli sections now have pre-cut vegetables. You can find even pre-cut onions. You can get frozen pre-cut onions in the freezer section. Mm -hmm. You know, so many recipes start with onions, you know, like Mm -hmm. a diced onion. So if you're like, oh, I don't have time to cut, you know, sit here and cut an onion. 
look for that stuff. Of course, you can get minced garlic, already minced garlic. I always keep a big jar of that stuff. I hardly ever use actual fresh minced garlic in a recipe anymore, unless it calls for it's going to be the star of the dish, then maybe I will. That's how we are too. Kyle, who does a lot of the cooking around here, always used to be a little snobby about fresh ingredients every time. And once he discovered those jars of minced garlic, he has never looked back. He's like, this is one thing that it really is. If you, I mean, in any grocery store, you can find it, you know, it's so easy to grab a jar of it and it just cuts down on one step and it's still, you don't even really lose any flavor or the impact of the garlic just because it was pre-minced and jarred. You know what I mean? Nope. I don't think you do either. Do you have a shrimp scampi recipe where, you know, it's like garlic and butter and lemon is kind of the only thing. So for that one, I think I can tell, but for everything else that I'm putting it in, which is a ton at this time of year, especially Mm -hmm. stews and soups and, you know, just sauces. It's fine. I love that stuff. Also, I didn't have this on my list, but I buy the ginger that comes in a tube. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that if you're making something that has ginger, which also is very time intensive, if you have a ginger root, you got to like peel it and grate it and chop it. That stuff is really good. Of course, we already mentioned rotisserie chicken can be a shortcut. Frozen rice. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, rice doesn't take that long. I know, but every step, every step yes. here, you're trying to reduce down. Like how many steps can you make easier? Even if it's just the garlic, like you mm-hmm. said with Kyle, every step that you can reduce is going to make your life easier. And these are the times when five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes makes a big difference, right? Yes, absolutely. So smart. And again, I love what you said before you started giving your tips that a lot of it is just about having the right mindset and like Mm -hmm. giving yourself permission to take the shortcut. You are still feeding your family. You are still doing the thing that you need to do to make sure everyone's fed. And like you said, even healthily sometimes. So give yourself permission to take all the shortcuts you need, especially in a crunch time, busy season for sure. Yeah. There was a whole show for a while on, I don't know if it was the Food Network or HGTV that was like semi-homemade. Oh, yes. Where they did that that. stuff. Yes. Yeah. They would take, okay, we're going to take a box mac and cheese and we're going to doctor it up a little bit and make it something that's a little bit better. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of idea. That should be your most involved meal at this time of your life. Like it goes, that's the top and everything goes all the way down to just takeout. Yes. You know, or going through a drive-thru. That's the biggest. Likewise, so we have talked a lot on this show, my third tip, about using your slow cooker or your Instant Pot to make something. So I'm going to say this is a great time of life to look for meals that can feed your people two to three times. Yes. So make one big thing of chicken tacos, which is, I don't know, it's like the honorary food of sort of awesome at this point. It was one of the... (laughs) One of my awesomes of the week very, very early on in the show. And it is still, you guys, we talk about it in the hangout group. It is on my list at least once a month because it is seven ingredients. You put that in there. And I mean, I think at this point, I always make at least six pounds of chicken thighs to make shredded chicken taco Mm -hmm. because we do so much with it. So if you could do that one day, you could have food for your family for the rest, not the, maybe the whole week, but for a while, because you can do so many things with it too. So you can make it so that it's not just chicken tacos. You could have chicken tacos one night. You could have quesadillas. You could have a salad. You know, you could put it on top of rice and beans, like a taco burrito bowl. So look for those sorts of things. And I do think that there are a lot of crock pot recipes that do involve like big hunks of meat. Yes. So whether it's shredded beef, the chicken tacos, it's a pulled pork, 
There's a lot of them that are very easy. The chicken tacos, it doesn't require any searing before you put it in the crock pot. It really is like a dump sort of a thing. Like you're dumping the chicken thighs in, you're covering them with a few spices and some salsa, and then you walk away. Mm -hmm. Super easy. And we will for sure, because you know that we've already talked about some of this stuff in the hangout over the years. So we will have some threads this week where people can share their favorite recipes of this is what I make that can feed my family for for two to three meals, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, we'll yeah. say, well, you'll get bonus points if the food that you're making is kind of customizable, because I think that's another thing that is yes. hard. If you have a family that has different types of either food sensitivities or just likes and dislikes. My favorite thing about the chicken tacos is that it can't be vegetarian. It can be everything else. Yeah. It can be gluten-free. You can really customize it and do lots of things with it. So looking for meals that you can stretch, mm-hmm. cook once, feed two to three days, maybe even more. That you can customize for your people. Here's one idea. I've not had this season in a while because my kids are a little bit older now and no one is really playing sports. Hmm. We play esports, but it's not the same as like practices (laughs) and games that you have to go to. Oh yeah. A lot of families, and this certainly has come up in the hangout group. We talk about sports season. So here it is. It's baseball. Like we're out of the fields, practices right at dinner time. Yep. Ah, like we're not even home. What do we do? So what I would suggest for that specific sort of a thing where you're like, we're not even in our house, we're gone from 4.30 to 8 to 7.30 because I've got two kids and they've got back-to-back practices Mm -hmm. or we've got games that we're driving to. This is what you should do. Prep meals. Now that does require work ahead of time, but you can just take with you. And again, this is a mindset thing. Does cheese and yogurt and some edamame count as a meal? Heck yes. It can for sure. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have younger kids and you're like, that's what they'll eat, that will work. You can pre-pack for yourself if you're like, well, that works for them. But what about me? Pre-pack some sliced chicken breasts, which again, you can get at Trader Joe's. You can get at Aldi. You can get already pre-cooked sliced chicken breast. Mm -hmm. Put it on top of a salad, put it in a container, take it with you. Pack five of them, put them in your fridge and take them with you. Tuna salad, crackers, sandwiches, Mm -hmm. you know, which we're like, well, that's a lunch food. No, it can be, it's just a food food. It, it can, is. It can be a dinner. Yes. And when we were growing up, often my mom, if she just was not in the mood or just health-wise was not feeling it to make a whole dinner and it was a school day, she'd be like, y'all had your main meal at school today. When you ate your hot lunch at school, we always did just whatever the cafeteria food was. And so she was like, you had your main meal. We're having sandwiches tonight. It's yeah. a light breakfast for supper night or whatever. Because truly, a lot of times, depending on what your kids are doing at school, maybe they already have had a pretty big meal. And Mm -hmm. I think it's good to remember, too, I always forget kids actually like snacky kinds of meals. Adults, you know, maybe we've grown past it or whatever. And we have, you know, different ideas about what a meal has to be. Especially my younger kids, they still love where you're just kind of picking at things and snacking on things. They think that's so fun for a meal. So it's not like anybody's suffering out here with a sandwich supper. Right. And this is what we're saying, though, right? It really is about a mindset shift. We're trying to hold ourselves to a standard that is self-made, you know, Mm -hmm. culturally made that we have somehow absorbed. Like, this is what it means to have dinner. Yeah. It's got to have a protein and a starch and a veggie. And we've got to sit down. It's got to be hot. That's great. But in these busy seasons, we really do have to look at our expectations and say, Mm -hmm. that's not realistic. And if I'm feeding myself and my people something that is halfway nutritious, I am rocking it because Mm -hmm. that's what these busy seasons require. Yes. 
Yeah, that's right. I would also say kind of in the same idea, when you talk about sports seasons, this is something that has become really helpful to me is that I do as I meal plan. And I I know not everybody's going to meal plan, but for those of you who do, and if you don't already, probably a busy season is not a great time to start (laughs) trying to intensively meal plan, right? Right, 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 right. You're just trying to get through. But if you meal plan, I do look at my week and I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. That night we have a bunch of things going on Mm -hmm. the night before we don't. So it's like that night, then that's going to be the leftover night. If you have the brain capacity to look ahead at all, and say, okay, that's it. And second with that is if you can keep in your freezer a meal that you could grab at the last minute for the nights when something comes out of nowhere, yeah. if it's that orange chicken from Trader Joe's or like Costco has some, something like that, that's, you don't need anything. It is completely shelf or fridge freezer stable. Like you don't need to have anything extra. It's always there. There's frozen rice. There's a bag of frozen broccoli and there's a bag of frozen Mm -hmm. orange chicken. I know I can have that all on the table within half an hour and it's just dumping and heat. Yeah. You know, it's a frozen lasagna. Yeah. Costco actually has some really good Kirkland brand frozen lasagnas. I try mm. to just keep one of those in my freezer, at least at all times. So for those days when I'm like, oh my word, yeah. things were so bad at work. And all of a sudden this kid is like, yeah, I guess I failed my math test and it's the corrections are due tomorrow. <laughs> you know, where you're like, I don't yeah. keep something extra for you. And then my last one is, and I love this one because this is going to be fun. Have a stable of super easy standbys. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So let's list some, let's think of some, because this is going to be, again, not rocket science. You probably have already thought this at some point in your life, but let's think about what are the meals. And I've got about 10 here that are like, boom, boom. I can make that not necessarily in my sleep, but this is easy. Okay. So scrambled eggs with a green smoothie. Oh, okay. okay. So that's even like you're hitting all of the nutritional points right there. If you can get your right. kids, my smoothie that I make, not every day, but it's frozen bananas, frozen mango, spinach, and orange juice. Mm-hmm. Frozen bananas, orange juice, and spinach. Yeah. Three things. Maybe you even have. Yeah. Put those in scrambled eggs that literally could be ready in 10 minutes yeah. and you've got protein. It's all good. Recently, I checked a book out of the library. It's called Dinner Uncomplicated, Fixing a Delicious Meal Every Night of the Week. It's by a Canadian chef. Her name is Claire Tainsey. She had a recipe for exactly this idea. When you have those busy nights and she's somebody who cooks, but she's like, when I just can't cook anymore, I make pasta with butter and Parmesan. Mm, she's like, yes. buttered noodles is <laughs> so simple. But at the same time, it's one of those things that Every kid probably likes every adult kind of, it's like comfort food. And she said, there's a lot of chefs who this is what they'll make, you know, if Uh, they come home late at night or at the end of like, and what she does, and this is kind of the genius of it is that she's cooking the pasta and then she mashes butter and Parmesan cheese together Mm. in a big serving bowl. Okay. Adds a couple of tablespoons of the hot cooking water from the pasta. And then she just transfers the pasta from the pot, like once it's done, she doesn't even rinse it. She just yeah. pulls it out with tongs and dumps it right in that bowl yeah. and stirs it all up. That is brilliant. I love it. And I am so hungry for buttered noodles right now. I know. <laughs> I think she said so that good. she always felt like buttered noodles were a cop out until she went to this really fancy restaurant one time and they had this type of buttered noodle. Of course, they had some fancy name for it. Of course, it. yeah. And she was like, this is just buttered noodles with Parmesan. <laughs> but really fancy people are ordering it and it's yeah. fine. So yeah, having even something super simple like that. And I'll share the recipe in the show notes for that. If you guys want to see exactly what it was, cheese quesadillas. I was going to say quesadillas, golly, from the time that Daisy was 
eating solid food. So when she was less than two until Mm -hmm. now, quesadillas (laughs) are such a great go-to. You can literally, like you were talking about, that's why we keep pre-shredded cheese in that Mm -hmm. so we can make an easy quesadilla. But anything, you're just pulling stuff out of the fridge. That can go in there. That can go in there. You know, it's so easy. And again, my kids love them. We call them cheesy tortillas around here. But yeah, yeah, you can stuff them with anything. Yeah. Or just cheese. Like that's the thing is it can be whatever the kid or you want that night. The funny thing about cheese quesadillas in my house, I mean, if we have chicken taco meat, that's the best, Yeah, but just a cheese quesadilla when people are walking around, they're like, I don't know what to eat. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. And, you know, and I'm suggesting things. I'm like, well, we've got some leftover chicken. And they're like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. If I say, can I make you a cheese quesadilla? They're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that always is the thing that they're like, okay, that sounds good. That's what I want. That's going to hit the spot. And I'm fine with it because we buy tortillas by the case almost at this point because of how many quesadillas we're always making. Right. And then, yeah, keep that pre-shredded cheese around and it's super easy. What are some other things on your list? I've got some more, but I want to see what you're thinking. Well, I was going to say, speaking of quesadillas, I kind of take the Taco Bell approach. You know, there's this internet meme that Taco Bell takes seven ingredients and has 50 menu items. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then it's it's just the same ingredients in different vehicles. So yeah, in fact, the other night I made a quesadilla for my 18 year old. I only had one tortilla left in my package. Yeah. So I did like a folded tortilla. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. And then I brought it down to him in his room in a paper towel. And I was like, it's a cheese pocket. <laughs> I was like, yeah. see, I'm like Taco Bell. I'm just making a new name for it. Exactly, exactly. But truly, whether it is quesadillas, tacos, nachos, burritos, I mean, any kind of little Tex-Mex thing, you can really just grab whatever is in your fridge or it could just be cheese and you can put something together so fast. We do breakfast tacos sometimes for dinner, mm-hmm. which I love a breakfast taco any time of the day or night. Mm-hmm. But truly... If you keep some of those staples on hand, tortillas, tortilla chips, the basics, you can put something together so fast. And speaking of sports season, if you need something portable, a lot of them are super portable too. So you could throw some together, right? put them in a little bag to take out of the house and you're all set. Exactly. Well, and this brings us back to sandwiches. I feel like I'm not a huge sandwich eater, so maybe I just have dismissed it too much. But sandwiches are a great dinner. You can put some meat, you can put some cheese, you can put some veggies on there. They're portable. They don't have to be heated. I don't know why we dismiss sandwiches. And and kind of the underneath that is grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. Grilled cheese is like the warm sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, my kids love grilled cheese and it can be ready so fast. And again, if I'm serving some grilled cheese and I've got a salad for me or I've got some veggies for them, this is not a non-nutritious dinner. Yeah, I would even go to the breakfast for dinner thing We have done, back when my husband was traveling, almost once a week, I would have some sort of a breakfast for dinner. So I have a whole bunch of different breakfast for dinner sort of ideas. But I was just thinking, even if you just make pancakes from Bisquick or a mix, a pancake mix, but add some blueberries or bananas in there, hey, that's nutritious, right? Or oatmeal, Mm -hmm. which you can top with fruit. Or I've never done this, Meg Teets, but I saw this recently. You can stir peanut butter into oh, oatmeal. That's the only way we eat oatmeal okay. in the house. The is it amazing? Way. It's so good. If you like peanut butter, yes, yeah. it is so delicious. If you serve them oatmeal with fruit on it and there's no peanut butter, they'd be like, what? What is this? Suppose Is this porridge? <laughs> it's porridge. Have I become an orphan? Have I yeah. gone back to Dickens English? Yes. Why exactly. are you giving me this? 
Yes. But yeah, it's very good. Very good. And when it's nice and hot, it stirs in so easily. Yes. So delicious. That's wonderful. I also think, and you've already mentioned this, just a charcuterie sort of idea. That's the fancy name for a grown-up Lunchable. Yep. Having stuff that you have that's available that you can just cut up and eat is sometimes, it's really just like the leftovers where you're like, oh, we have a little leftover veggie of that. We have a little salad of here. I've got some salami. I can cut up some cheese. That works. And I bet, like you said, I think that again, because of a weird preconceived notion we have that this like, that's not cooking, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's not technically cooking. If you're going to define cooking, like it's changing a food, it's, you know, but you are still feeding your people. And so it works. And I think that gets us to where I was thinking by the time I was thinking about super easy standbys, I was like, a lot of it has to do with having a few things in your house that are stapley sorts Mm -hmm. of things that you can just have around like tuna. Yeah. Canned tuna, you can just keep forever. You can make a tuna salad so quickly or tuna melt. Lots of times when I make grilled cheese, I make some tuna too, because there's some people that would like a tuna melt, some people like a grilled cheese. I recently shared an awesome of the week that was a Buddha bowl. And in that Buddha bowl, there were spiced chickpeas. That was really the star of Mm -hmm. my awesome of the week. So now I'm just keeping chickpeas around because I can drain those, cook them up on my stovetop with some chili pepper. They're ready in five minutes and they can go like for a vegetarian option. Yeah. On top of a salad, on top of rice. They're so good. The other thing, shrimp. Mm-hmm. If your family likes shrimp, shrimp is not the cheapest, but shrimp is so quick. Yes. So quick. And you can thaw it really quickly too. So if you come home and you're like, oh, I forgot to thaw anything for dinner, you know, dump it in some water in your sink and it will be thawed in less than 10 minutes. You can have dinner on the table, some shrimp with some pasta. Yes. In half an hour. And then also chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. I feel like that wasn't available as much for like when I was a kid, but the idea of those little tenderloins of chicken, yep. if you have some of those around, You can cook those so quickly, whether you're grilling them or just frying them up on a pan or actually making chicken tenders, which takes more time. You like where the idea where you're breading them. And so you don't have to do that though. Like having some chicken tenders that you're just going to throw in a pan with some butter, salt, and pepper. Yes. My kids love, again, they love that simple stuff. Yes. I call it salt and pepper chicken Mm -hmm. because they're just great. That's fantastic. And it's really quick and easy. So having some of those staples around baked potatoes was my other one, Mm. having some potatoes around. Mm -hmm. Now that's going to require a little bit more forethought, but you can do baked potatoes in a crock pot. Of course you could do them in an oven, even if it's just topping it with butter, salt, and pepper, like it's filling. But if you have any kind of meat to put on top, you could put cheese on top. There's so many ideas if you look out there for baked potato bar sorts of ideas. So Mm -hmm. those are kind of my tips. I feel like the mantra for this is, this is the season I'm just feeding my people. Yes, absolutely. And give yourself all the permission, all the freedom to let those meals look like however works best. Nobody is going to judge you except probably yourself. And so tell that inner critic to shut up and eat. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The awesome said it's okay. It's just a season. I'm feeding my people. That's right. That's right. This has been hugely helpful and such great reminders too of some stuff that lots of us are just like, oh yeah, I forgot. Or that is such a great way to do that. When we come back, we're going to share some specific meals that we like to lean on in these times. And I know you're going to want to stick around for those. So we'll do that when we come right back. 
Hey friends, anyone who drinks wine knows that the options are limitless, which is why finding a wine I like can be hit or miss. Part of my problem is I didn't grow up with parents who drank wine. No one ever taught me how to pick a great bottle of wine. And so yeah, I have found some accidentally great bottles by myself, but I have found so many more that were not so great. But now that I'm a First Leaf Wine Club member, I only get the hits. That's because the experts at First Leaf who know my personal palate send wines that I love right to my door and there's always something new to discover. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are perfect for you. And since they work with renowned winemakers all over the world, there's virtually no limit to the variety of wines you get to try. Not only does First Leaf introduce you to a ton of new wine, each box gets better. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. We've been First Leaf customers for a long time, and every time we go in and give the wines that we received a thumbs up or a thumbs down, we know our next box is going to be even better. And here's a fun little not-so-secret about First Leaf. They work directly with winemakers, which means you get incredible wine at 60% off of retail. One of our favorite days of all of the days is when we get a new delivery from First Leaf, this huge box filled with new wines that we've never tried before, but that we're pretty confident we're going to love. First Leaf is so confident you'll love the wine. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. So Awesomes, join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. Okay, Awesomes, we're back. We have some specific meals that our families like that are easy go-tos in the midst of those busy seasons. Kelly, you've already given us so many ideas, especially things Mm -hmm. to keep on hand. But as you think about, these are my go-to meals that I put them on my meal plan when I know we're going to be having a crazy week. What are some of those for you guys? Okay, so some of these I've already mentioned, but I'm going to put them here again so we can just list them out. The chicken tacos, you guys, if you've never made the salsa chicken tacos that I have made my awesome of the week and we talk about in the hangout group, that is my absolute favorite quick meal because it hits all of the things. It's something that's easy. It feeds my people. It lasts for several meals. I can put it in the freezer after I make a bunch of it. My absolute top number one favorite meal is those salsa slow cooker chicken tacos. Yeah. My number two is pulled pork. Yes. I get mine from Costco. It's already shredded pulled pork. So yes, pork is cheap. You could make your own. Mm -hmm. This is easier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it just comes vacuum packed into this big hunk of pulled pork meat with like nice and smoky. If I can put that into my crock pot or even just on the stovetop for a few minutes, it has no sauce on it. So if you have some barbecue sauce, you can add it. You can do so many, again, so many things with it. You can put it on a sandwich. You can put it on a salad. You could put it in a quesadilla. Mm -hmm. Have we talked enough? This is like the show that sings the praise of the quesadilla. (laughs) Yes. So those are two of my favorites that often end up, when I am meal planning, I often will make a bunch of ideas of what I want to cook next. I always have a little section on my sheet of just quick meals. And so I've always got a few things that are like a lot of these prep things that even if I'm not in a busy season, but I know I might have a busy day, I can go to that area and be like, what do I got? Okay. That's what I'm going to put into the mix this week. Mm -hmm. I've also got a couple of things that we have talked about on on other shows where we have talked about meals that I'm going to mention again. One is a spaghetti and frozen meatballs. Okay. Yeah. So 
I have a recipe for an easy homemade marinara that I will make. And then I'll dump the frozen meatballs in, but you guys, you could even just get a jar of marinara, just get a jar of marinara, keep some frozen meatballs on hand. And this is an easy dinner and it pleases everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone's happy when you're making meatballs and spaghetti. They have frozen Italian meatball at Costco in a massive bag. That's like, you know, my family, it feels two meals, but I'm sure a lot of other families could feed for more. Trader Joe's has a little, they call them party meatballs. Yeah. They're a little bit smaller. They're wonderful. So you can find meatballs anywhere. And then the orange chicken that we've mentioned, you can get orange chicken or Kung Pao chicken almost anywhere. Lemon chicken, fried chicken that comes with a sauce. You put it in, it's going to be frozen. You put it in your oven. All you need is rice, which again, you can get that in frozen bags too. Lots of times mm-hmm. it's an easy, easy, easy meal. And I serve, I have lots of times we'll serve that with like a roasted broccoli yes, or cauliflower, roasted so broccoli good. and cauliflower. Yeah. Because if I've already got my oven going to heat up mm-hmm. the chicken, all I've got to do is cut up. You can even buy again, pre-cut up veggies, throw those on a baking sheet with some olive oil, salt, and pepper. And as the chicken cooks, the veggies cook, boom, dinner yep. is served. What are some of your ideas? Well, speaking of doing a quick pasta, I haven't made this for a while because we haven't been doing pasta as much in recent years, but you can do a slow cooker baked ziti. Mm. It is so easy. You literally just pour in all of your ingredients and press start, and then it just sits there and cooks. The interesting thing now... Pasta can definitely be tricky in a slow cooker because if you overcook it, it's going to be a mushy mess. And that's why using ziti, ziti is like a heartier one that Mm -hmm. can really stand up to the slow cooker part of it. But yeah, if you just have like your box of ziti, you have a big old jar of marinara sauce, again, totally pre-made, bought from the store. It's like 15 ounces of ricotta cheese, two cups of mozzarella. And then if you wanted to have a meatless meal, you could stop there or If you do have frozen meatballs in the freezer, you can throw those in. You just pour it all in, stir it up, and it's like four hours on low or two hours on high. So even if it's four o'clock and you're at home and you're thinking, oh, shoot, I didn't didn't manage to get dinner going, you could still pull all of this out, throw it in there, and still have dinner by six o'clock. And again, kids, you know, kids and pasta, they love it so much. It's always a hit. It's so filling, too. And again, if you've got some salad in the fridge whatever else you need on the side, you're good to go. Yeah. I love that. And you're not cooking the pasta before you're adding it in. Like it's yeah. Straight from the box, right right. into the slow cooker, but the liquid from the marinara Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. helps it all to cook. And again, if you watch your time carefully, you're not even going to overcook it. It's going to be, you can just pull it out and serve it and you are so good to go. So thank you God for slow cookers. I know slow cookers. As I was thinking about these meals, I was thinking, oh my gosh, slow cookers are the way to go because truly you can set it up in the morning and be done. Now, Instant Pot is a thing. I don't Mm -hmm. think you have one. We don't Mm -mm. have one. So I'm sure there are many awesomes right now who are like, just do it in an Instant Pot. It's even faster. I don't have one. Maybe someday I'll get one, but yeah. 
Well, I think that there's two types of things you have to think about when you're in a busy season is a, could you do a slow cooker? Because slow cookers are awesome yeah. and you can prep it when you have time and so that it's just ready to go. Yeah. Or is it the type where you're like, I don't even have time to prep in the slow cooker. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't have time for that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's when you're going to those easier meals. Like, okay, what can I whip up right now? I just walked in the door. We have to leave in an hour. What can I make mm-hmm. right now? That's when you're reaching for the cheese quesadilla and the scrambled eggs and things like that. So some, that's the only thing about this, my favorite quick meals here, they're actually more like a little bit more meals. You have to be able to cook it, whether you're putting it in a slow cooker in the morning or you're getting home and sliding orange chicken in the oven. Just know, look at your life and say, which is it? Where am I? Which level do I need? Yes. So the other thing I was going to say that we have been relying on for a little over a year now that is so good and, and nobody's even sick of it around here yet. And that's brisket. And so we will get a big old brisket at Sam's, which we have a lot of people and we eat a lot of food around here. So I know this may, I was even thinking about this as I was talking about brisket, you could even go in with a friend or Mm -hmm. whatever friend, uh, if your sister lives close by your parents, whatever, and be like, you want to split a brisket? Cause they're, you know, they're like $45, $50, depending on how big they are. We get them at Sam's. So what we'll do is, and I, just a few months ago, I learned how to use our smoker myself. And I feel so proud of myself. Good job. So on day one, this is, we get three meals out of a big brisket. And again, we have seven people in our family. So you could really stretch this or again, split it with another family. But on the first day, I will smoke the brisket and we'll just have, that's the main entree for the night. And then whatever else we put on the side. So just sliced smoked brisket the first night. The second night we'll do brisket street tacos. So again, brisket's mm. already cooked. It's been in the fridge. So then it's just pulling out however much you, and you don't even really need that much of the brisket to make the street tacos, but then it's just corn tortillas, maybe some chopped onion, some cotilla cheese, super simple, so filling to do so quick to put together. So we'll chop up a section of that brisket and then toss it in the skillet just to heat it up, kind of get it nice and crispy again. Such a great way to do it for the second meal. And then the third meal, especially as we're going into fall and winter season, you can make a smoked brisket chili. <gasps> yeah, I'm dying right now. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's so good. So it's your basic chili recipe. Of course, you know, regionally, everybody has their own ideas of what a chili should be. But you use whatever your regular chili base is, but then instead of the ground beef, you Mm -hmm. are using the brisket. And so this one, again, you would need a little bit more time to kind of put together, but maybe you could even mix it up like at lunchtime if you're at home as you're feeding yourself or other people and get it kind of going and it can cook throughout the afternoon. And because brisket holds up so well, it's, you know, it's like really chunky. I mean, it can just sit there and bubble with the rest of the stuff in the chili. And then you've got a delicious hearty meal that was very little effort to put together. That sounds amazing. I have a chili recipe that is not for busy seasons. It is a bunch of work, but it has three different types of meat in it. It has like sausage and ground beef and then chunks of stew meat. So it's not brisket, but it's amazing. So I think I actually just heard on Marketplace a story about how brisket has become so popular as people have gotten smokers and barbecue has spread that it's gotten really expensive. Like brisket used to be Mm -hmm. super cheap. It was like the thing that you got that was really a very cheap per pound. And now it's not. So that's the bummer. Brisket is amazing though. I do a slow, like a slow cooker brisket. Mm -hmm. You put in with beef broth or chicken broth and some onions and it just gets fall apart tender. 
You can certainly slice it and eat the, you know, au jus for like a mashed potatoes, which again, I buy at Costco. They have a great mashed potato that's already made that you just heat up. Uh, I haven't made brisket yet this year and it sounds amazing. I know it's getting close to lunchtime here and I'm like, I'm so hungry. Sorry, Austin, (laughs) if you're like stomach is growling along with us. Yes. Okay. I've got a few soups. So one is I've already shared here is an awesome of the week. And I'm going to actually post this on my website because I changed it a little bit from the regular recipe. It's a recipe from Damn Delicious. Mm -hmm. I use her chicken wonton soup recipe, which she makes her own chicken wontons, but I buy frozen wontons Mm -hmm. in a big bag at Costco. You can get them anywhere. And so I just use the base of her soup where it's like past making the wontons. And it's like, again, minced garlic, which I've got in my drawer, Mm -hmm. the ginger, which I've got in my drawer. You're going to cook those things. It's got baby bok choy. So you just have to have that ahead of time. Mushrooms and green onions Mm. and a broth. You dump in your wontons. It's done. Yes. It's 20 minutes. Maybe your house will smell really good because you know, you're cooking those with the garlic and the ginger. It is so good and so quick and almost everybody loves it. Like, I think I have a few kids who are like, uh, but I haven't yet found the amount that I can have leftovers. Like I just keep making a bigger pot and, and dumping in more wontons yes. and people just keep eating it. So it's a really good one. Another one that I'll have to share the recipe for is a cheesy ham soup. Mm. So this one is super quick because it does require you to chop things. So it's your basic stuff that you use in a soup in the winter. We like diced onions, chopped carrots and celery and potatoes, but you cut those all up and cook them in boiling water at the same time as you make a white sauce with some cheese to dump in. Oh yeah. So the vegetables are cooking in the water and then you just make a white sauce, dump it in, and then you put in some cheese and some diced ham and dinner's ready. Every time I make it, I'm like, this is so quick. Yeah. This is so quick. And again, I feel like it's very approachable and you could make extra, you could make it to feed another family, something like that. And then a couple more. I have talked before on a sort of awesome, I don't remember where, about the pork tenderloins from Trader Joe's and a lot of other stores that sell them already seasoned. Yes. Yeah. You changed my life with those because Trader Joe's has them. Sam's has them. Once you told me about them, I was like, oh, these are actually everywhere. (laughs) Yes, right. It's one of those things you just don't think to look at, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so easy to cook in an oven and pork tenderloin, it's it's maybe not the cheapest, but if you have it in your fridge, if it's already thawed, half an hour, it can be on the table. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even if you're just putting it with it like a salad, it's some protein and the ones that are pre-seasoned, you literally are just putting in a pan. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy, so easy. Likewise, can we talk about the humble chicken drumstick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really like drumsticks myself that much. My kids love them <laughs> and they're so inexpensive, you guys. So throwing a bunch of chicken drumsticks on a sheet and baking them while I might make up my thing that I often serve it with is a cheesy broccoli rice. Mm. So that's the thing I'm making while they're cooking. But again, mm-hmm. it's half an hour from start to finish. And my kids think that's an amazing dinner. It's one that I made a ton when they were young and my husband was traveling. And I liked it because I was like, well, the cheesy broccoli rice is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I might not even eat the chicken drumsticks. I'll leave that for you guys. I'm just going to have a big, big bowl uh-huh. of the cheesy broccoli rice. So yeah, there's so many. I would love to hear. I would love to hear. And we will from the awesome community, what kind of quick and easy meals you guys rely on yes. when you're having one of those busy seasons. I did see, I just have to give a couple shout outs because I went back in the hangout and looked for other threads. Yeah about this topic. 
I found one that I'm going to make this week. It's actually a Korean beef bowl. It's also from Damn Delicious, that website. It's basically like a bulgogi, but you're using ground beef. Okay. So it's yeah. even quicker, but she's like, it's all the same flavors, but it's cheaper and quicker than having to like cut up steak and marinate it. My family loves bulgogi. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this sounds amazing. And then there were a couple that people mentioned in the hangout. Sarah Dunn said that she does kind of like what you're talking about with the penne. No, not the penne. What did you use? What uh, pasta? Ziti. 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 Okay, yeah. ziti. Frozen tortellini though. Mm. Same idea, right? Frozen yes. tortellini could also work. And then Emily Keener, and I will say my sister, who's also Emily, just because I know she's talked to me about this, sheet pan dinners, which we didn't even talk about, but they're like a whole thing. So chicken sausage or um, some kielbasa with some potatoes and veggies roasted at 425 for 40 minutes. Boom, dinner's ready. It's healthy. So there's like a whole collection of sheet pan dinners that Mm -hmm. you could just, if you even Google those terms, you'll get lots of ideas. And they're easy because you do have to do some cutting, but they're quick and there's very little cleanup involved. Yes. So great. You know, Kendra Dachi, the Lazy Genius, her yep. life chicken is a one sheet dinner and so good. And yes, it's like, you can't even believe how, how is this so fast to come together right. and so delicious. Okay, you guys, like Kelly said, we would love to hear what are your go-tos whenever you need a quick meal. You're just in the midst of busyness and you need something that comes together quickly. Oh, as you were talking too, I remembered we have one of our awesomes years ago started a Pinterest board just for sort of awesome soups. So oh, yes. soups are like such a great, easy thing too. So we already have that one community resource. I'm going to dig it up and put it in the show notes, but definitely on social media and in the hangout this week, we would love to hear more about what you guys are cooking. And I hope this has been helpful again, especially as we are, it's November. We're doing it. It's happening. Yeah. Holidays are here. And so all it's of a busy season for everybody now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Kelly, if people do want to find your recipes and also just chit chat with you on social media, where can we find you all around the web? So I'm at kellygordonmn.com. So that's where you can find recipes. I have not only recipes that I have shared, but also a link to recipes that I have talked about. So like mm-hmm. recipes that come from my little box up on my, I still have like an old school recipe box. So I have some that I've shared from my recipe box and then some that I'm just recommending from around the web. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Gordon MN. Awesome. You can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg on social media and you can find Sorta Awesome just by searching Sorta Awesome, no matter what social media platform you are on, we'll be there too. So come and find us there. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Happy cooking. And we'll see y'all next time.